The following is my conversation with Nick Carter, a linguistics researcher and professor at the University of California, Davis. Nix is an expert on cadences and freeze in Malay language, which we'll be discussing today. Nick, thanks for joining us. This episode is made possible by Persecutors Autosomes. If you're interested in learning more about artificial autosomes, please visit persecutorsautosomes.com today. Thanks for tuning in. So, Nick, how's the weather in Davis these days? It's been generally pretty good, thank you. The weather's been good here in Davis so far. That's great to hear. So, Nick, what do you think are the major differences between cadences and freeze in Malay language? Well, one big difference between cadences and freeze is that cadences are used more frequently in speech. For example, when you say I am, you use a cadence there. You pause after the M sound. Cadences are also used in other places, like in questions and directives. And what about freeze? Freeze are less common in Malay, but they do occur. For example, when you say this is a pencil, you use a free form there. They're also used in statements like this pencil is red, with pencil is red. So cadences play an important role in Malay speech while freeze are used less often. How do these differences affect the way we speak Malay? Well, cadences can add some emphasis to words. For example, if you're saying something important, you might use a cadence to make it sound more grave or meaningful. Freeze can also be used for comedic effects. For example, if you're saying something humorous, you might use a free form. That's interesting. Do you think these differences have anything to do with the history of Malay language? I think they do. Cadences and freeze have fluctuated in usage over the years. Sometimes they're more frequent, sometimes they're less frequent. This has something to do with the way that speakers use them. It's all based on personal preference. That's really interesting. So. Nick, do you think there's anything specifically you want people to take away from this episode? I think overall, people should be aware of the different ways that cadences and freeze can be used in languages. Additionally, they should pay attention to the way that language is used depending on the situation. Finally, I think it's important for multilingual speakers to be cognizant of the ways that different languages use cadences and freeze. This will help them to sound more fluently in each language they know. So Nick, do you think there's any way to avoid using cadences and freeze when speaking Malay? Well, I think it's up to the speaker to use them. If they want to use them, they should, but I don't think there's anything you can do to make them less common. They'll just a compliment depending on the situation. That's interesting. So, Nia, would you recommend people to focus on learning cadences and freeze specifically when studying Malay language? Yeah, I think it's important. I think it can serve as an indicator of how fluent someone is in a language. If they're able to use cadences and freeze accurately, that means they know the language well. That's great to hear. So, Nick, any final words of wisdom? Just keep practicing, and don't be afraid to experiment with different cadences and freeze. This will help you sound more fluent in your language. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for listening, and please share this episode if you liked it. And as always, we'll end the podcast with one of my poems. This one is named Echo. Echo, I hear your voice in the wind, your cadences in the leaves. I see your freeze in the sand, your passion in the rain. In every moment I feel you near, uh, in every moment I feel you near, your presence in the air.